You're listening to episode number two, the one where we dive into the real formula for lasting weight loss. I'm master life and weight loss coach, Jillian Lama, and you're listening to the Body You Crave podcast, where you'll learn how to end emotional eating, lose excess weight, and feel amazing in your body. No cheating required. Keep listening, and I'll show you how. Hello, hello. Welcome back. We are diving into episode number two today, the real formula for lasting weight loss. So the diet and fitness industry is full of secrets and formulas on how to lose weight. In fact, one of the most pervasive and false formulas is the myth around calories in, calories out. But that's a whole nother episode on its own. We're not talking about that today. Today, I want to dive into what the real formula for weight loss looks like, because I guarantee it's not what you're thinking. So if we go back to episode number one, where I talk about what it means for a diet to work. It means that you lose the weight and never gain it back. That's why I focus on lasting and sustainable weight loss because gaining and losing the same 30 pounds over and over and over again only erodes your self-confidence and self-belief. So you don't need me to tell you that there are a ton of different diet rules out there. All of these different formulas and secrets, so many that contradict one another, right? So it's hard to even know what to follow. You've got people telling you to Oh, just don't eat fat, don't eat carbs, don't eat sugar or processed foods, just cut out animal products or meat or dairy or gluten or cholesterol or salt or or this or that, on and on it goes. But the reality is that what you eat isn't nearly as important as why you're eating it. And so it's really easy to blame the circumstances in our lives as reasons as why we eat. The dog puked on the carpet, your kid had a meltdown in Target and was super embarrassing. Traffic slowed you down and you were late for that morning meeting close friend or family member made a douchey comment about you, your body, or your weight. Maybe you hate your job. You're struggling in your marriage, right? We've got all these different circumstances throughout the day, and it's really easy to blame our circumstances as to why we're eating. But I want to challenge you on this idea today. So you don't eat because of a circumstance. You eat because you have thoughts that create feelings, often negative ones, and it's those feelings that drive you to eat because you are seeking relief or avoidance from those negative emotions. So my mentor talks about it and calls it a thought model. Here's how it works. It goes circumstance, thoughts, feelings, actions, results. So C-T-F-A-R. So we have circumstances in our life and we have thoughts then about the circumstance. So I'm going to have a thought about this circumstance And this thought is going to drive a feeling. And that feeling in my body is what's going to spur me to take certain actions. I'm either going to take action or there are going to be actions that I avoid taking because of that feeling. And then that's what creates my result. And so oftentimes within the diet and fitness industry, we're so focused on the action creates the result. So it's do this, do that, eat this, not that. We're focused on the action without fully realizing it's the thoughts and feelings that drive the action to begin with. And so often we think that losing weight or being a certain size or shape will make us happy. But when we base our happiness on a circumstance or a particular situation, we still end up living in misery because that circumstance or situation can always be taken away. It can always change. And that's why your happiness never stays because you never learn how to create the happiness to begin with. You are dependent on someone else to make you happy, on something else outside of yourself to make you happy. 
happiness doesn't come from your weight or your body. It comes from the thoughts you have about your weight or your body or yourself. We often think that when I lose the weight, then I'll be happy. Then I'll feel confident. Then I'll feel sexy. Then I'll feel good in my body. Then I'll love myself. But that's not the case. That's not true. Because how you get there is how you be there. When you hate and shame yourself thin, that's how you will end up being there. You'll be terrified of food, terrified of making a mistake, living in diet hell, at war with food. Trust me, I've been there, done that. It does not work. You likely have been there and done that too. And realizing that that doesn't work. Okay, because our happiness, our thoughts about ourselves, it comes, that part comes first. And those thoughts are always optional. Nobody makes you feel anything. Nobody makes you think anything. Those are yours to own. We need to start taking radical responsibility for how we think, how we feel, and how we show up for ourselves. Like across the board in everything that we do. My husband doesn't piss me off. I get pissed off because I have thoughts about what he says or does or doesn't do. Right? I have my feelings. I have my thoughts. I do not get to blame him for that. So let's look at a real life example. So let's say your circumstances, there's extra traffic and you're running late for work. You could have a hundred different thoughts about this. But just for the sake of this example, let's look at this always happens on the worst possible day. So with a thought like that, you're likely feeling something like stressed. And so it's important that we want to, while we might have dozens of thoughts about a circumstance, we really want to focus on one particular thought and one particular feeling and then looking at what is the action we take specifically. So when I'm feeling stressed on my way to work because I'm late and I'm thinking this is the worst possible day, I can't think, you know, can't believe this is happening. Maybe I speed, I drive erratically, I eat drunk food for breakfast. Maybe I grab a pastry after I get to the office to kind of unwind a little bit because I'm so like jazzed up and nervous. Maybe I keep thinking about how awkward it's going to be walking into that meeting late. I spiral in negative thoughts and emotions. And then ultimately I create the worst day possible for myself. And so what happens is our results always prove our thoughts true. We have this misguided notion that our thoughts come from our results. We think that they're justified and we don't realize that our thoughts are what create our result. So when my thought is this always happens on the worst possible day, the result I create is the worst possible day for myself. Like that's how this works. And so we just want to start to notice We're often eating or we're reaching for food to try to change your emotional state. You're not eating because of the traffic. You're eating because you're looking for relief from the stress because of your thoughts, right? So I always want to bring it back to your thoughts. And so we can tie this and put this into a nice, simple formula here. Think, feel, act, (laughs) right? We want to look at what am I thinking? What am I feeling? How is that showing up and impacting now what I'm doing? You can also work it backwards. So if you realize that you're reaching for food, especially when you're not truly hungry, if you start to look at some of these habits or things that you're doing or things that you're avoiding, things that you're not doing, maybe it's you plan to have a salad and then you end up ordering the hamburger instead. We want to start looking at, okay, what am I feeling in this moment? And now what am I thinking that is triggering and causing this feeling? And really take ownership of this. It is not anything or anyone outside of you. The house, the car, the job, the spouse, these things will not make you happy. You make yourself happy with your thoughts. You make yourself confident with your thoughts, not with your body size, shape, your shape or your size does not matter. It's always going to be our thoughts and our thoughts are optional. Those are mine to own. I get to choose to believe this. 
which means I also get to choose to not believe things. This is something that I'm going to talk about in a future episode is really our decisions and our our ability to choose our own thoughts, to choose to believe in ourselves, why it feels hard, why it feels awkward. I'll talk about how we can start to unbelieve some of these thoughts and stories and things that we've believed for a very long time because it does take a process of unbelieving and then teach you how to believe new things, how to believe on purpose. And it's going to stretch you. It might feel a little uncomfortable. I know it has for me in the past. And oftentimes we think like, well, it can't be that simple. I can't just start thinking new things. I can't just let these old thoughts and these old beliefs go, but you can. And if you want to create the results you want in your life, if you truly want to show up and take the action you have planned and the action that you're committed to, you've got to start thinking new things that get you right back on track, that get you into the right feeling in your body to where you are ready to take that action that you want for yourself. So think, feel, act. This is the formula for weight loss because so often we are doing things, we're punishing ourselves with exercise, we're avoiding exercise, we're avoiding certain foods, we're making certain decisions, and we don't realize why. We think we just have to run more and keto harder and do these things and just have more willpower, be more committed, just decide, right? We think we have to force and push without recognizing and fully understanding what's going on underneath. This is like the key to breaking self-sabotage because so often we have these goals of like what I want to do and how I want to show up for myself. I have these big plans. I'm feeling so excited and so motivated in the beginning just to fizzle out a few weeks later. This is why, because we have thoughts and feelings that we are not paying attention to. We're trying to override. So this is ultimately what we want to be looking at for how can I break these patterns? How can I break these cycles? Because it'll happen when you're just going along about your day and all of a sudden you get triggered and you have now a thought that drives your emotion. And because of those emotions, you are reaching for food. This is simple. It's emotional eating. We've simply trained our brain that in order to seek the sense of relief, to unwind, to de-stress, I use food. It's a rapid, reliable, effective way. Like our brains are very smart. They're very intuitive. Our habit brain anyways. That's simply what it's learned. That's what it's picked up. That's what we've taught it. But the beautiful thing is we can unteach ourselves that. And that's exactly what we're going to do in the next episode. So for now, I want you just to remember, think, feel, act. If we ever want to start to understand and dissect why we're doing the things we're doing, why we're avoiding certain actions, we've got to look at what am I feeling in this moment and what am I thinking? That's it. Really take that responsibility for yourself. You've got this. We are going to dive into an awesome episode. Next, we're going to start talking about emotional eating and the first step to take that's going to help you break this pattern, break this cycle, because it is much easier than you think. I guarantee it. All right. Have a good one, y'all. I'll see you in the next show. If you like this episode, then you'll love my free virtual workshop, Five Keys to End Emotional Eating and Lose Excess Weight for Life. You'll learn the counterintuitive reason why all your attempts to restrict food over the years has actually led to weight gain and the mental switch you need to flick that'll have you dropping pounds without sacrificing wine, carbs, or the food you love. Get all the details at bodyyoucrave.com.